0: Hi, I'm Wyatt, and I'm Grace, and you're listening to Our Dad and your host of the Vacation Rental Revolution Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Vacation Rental Revolution Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore. Thanks, as always, for joining me, and we're going to wrap up our three-part series where we dove into the acquisition phase the management phase and the marketing phase of owning short-term vacation rails. I hope you enjoyed the first two parts of that, the last couple weeks, as, as we've kind of dove into those two different two other phases. We're gonna f- dive into that final phase that we talk about all the time, which is the marketing phase. And we've talked a little bit about the marketing phase on a few of our most recent episodes with pricing and adding paid traffic and some of that stuff. And so I'm gonna unpack. Kind of the process in the marketing phase, and because this is a phase and that a lot of people like to dive into, and a lot of times they want to go to this a little too soon. And what I really want you to understand is a lot of the things that we've done in the first two phases are leading up to helping us most more. Um, market these properties as efficiently and as effectively as possible to maximize our asset and so now at this stage what we've done to date through the acquisition phase and the management phase and setup phase is is we've gone through and we've identified where we what we want in our portfolio we've identified a property we purchased the property we've taken that property now and we've said okay we're going to target a specific audience group and we're gonna we're gonna target a specific group of people and we've designed this unique customer experience for that group of people. And that there guys, those those things there are, I mean, that is a lot of the marketing done already, right? When we're setting these properties up to deliver this unique customer experience, we've We've done a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to the marketing side because now it's much easier for us on the marketing side to stand out in a crowded market because we can speak directly to a, a, a specific group of people. That makes it a lot easier, right? It's uh, it's kind of like when you buy a car, right? You go buy. The blue Honda, and you've never seen a blue Honda on the road, and now all of a sudden you see a blue Honda everywhere. And because we're part of that group, right? We own a blue Honda now. It's when somebody says our name in a crowded, in a crowded room or a crowded area, even if it's not intended for us, we recognize and hear that because we we've that's part of our world. Our name is part of our world. When somebody speaks to us directly in marketing, that immediately when we're talking to a specific group of people our marketing message is heard loud and clear by that that group of people. It's ignored by everybody else, but that's okay. Because if we're trying to talk to everybody in a crowded room, and nobody's listening. We want to talk to specific people. And so we've done a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to the marketing up to this point. And so right now, what we need to do is prepare to take this property live. We need to prepare certain things to get the property out to the marketplace. And, And we do that by gathering all that information about our home gathering all the information about the unique experience that we've just put together and, and, and organizing all of those details of that experience so that we can set a scene for our prospective guests that are coming in We need to be able to take all that information and set a scene for our guest so that they can they that they feel like we're speaking to them and taking a page out of their diary right because as we do that, we're going to set this scene, and I want you to kind of keep that theme in mind as we're as we're setting up our property. Is everything has to be congruent to this theme we're setting, and to this experience that we want people to imagine themselves enjoying when they go to our property, and that starts with our photos. And we're not gonna take photos with our phone. We're gonna hire professional photographers. You know, this is a business. Take it serious, treat it like a business. Yeah, is it gonna cost you a few hundred bucks to get professional photos? Yes, you should do it. That's, you know, a couple nights stay in most of your properties and probably less than one night stay in many of them. And so you're gonna go spend a little bit of money on professional photos. And as you as you take photos, you're not just hiring a property photographer to go take photos of this nice property. While you're while you're um, taking photos, the property needs to be set up and set the scene in the property. You should have you know the table set up, the wine glasses out if that's part of the scene. If you're if you're attracting. Um, people to the beach. You should have beach pictures on there. All of these different things to set the scene of what it's going to be like to come visit your property, not just your property photos. It's way more than that. So you start with your photos. Then you have to go to your headline. You start setting the scene with your headline. So many headlines mention, it always shocks me that let's say you have a property in Austin, Texas, um, I, I can't go look in Austin, Texas and see how many of them or any area for that matter say, you know, beautiful three bedroom, three bath property in Austin, Texas. And then they say something maybe else about it. That headline is really valuable copywriting real estate. And you don't want to waste it with three bed, three bath and the area. They're already searching for the area. Their, your property came up because they searched for a specific area. You don't need to put the area in the headline. You don't need to put how many bedrooms and bathrooms in the headline. Use your headline to to stay congruent with setting the scene. You know, talk about the and be descriptive about the scene and speak directly to your target audience. This is that that opportunity for you to say, okay, I'm in a crowded room and I need to I need Sean to hear me at the back of it. If you don't say my name and speak directly to me, I'm not going to hear you. And so. Think of that when you're writing the headline and staying congruent with the theme, but speaking to your target audience and, and identifying your target target audience in that headline. And then what you do is in your description, again, it's a storytelling. You use, you use that description. Now your, your photos captured them. They read the headline. It spoke to them. Now they click on your listing and you have to write a very good description that is a story and setting the scene and telling a story of what it's gonna be like to come visit your property. And all of this takes extra time. This is not is you know that you take all we gather all those details about our property and what we have and many people just want to list those out and you don't want to do that in your description. Somebody's there reading it. You want them to remember your property and you do that by connecting to them emotionally so that they're they can picture themselves using your property. And so that's what that's what we do to set up the listing, right? We're actually just setting up the marketing right here. We're writing this stuff out. We're taking the time to to be able to prepare our listing to take it live. And then we have to consider what we're gonna price it at, right? Again, I don't, I'm not gonna dive deep into the pricing but pri- because I just did a, a podcast episode on this. And so you can go listen to that whole episode because I dove a lot deeper into the details, but pricing, is a huge marketing strategy, and there's really three phases of pricing, and you're going to start off a little bit low, and then you're going to go to where you're average in the market, and then you're going to be higher than the market. And you're, if you want to like listen to the details about that, go listen to that podcast episode that I did a few episodes back about when is the right time to do that, why we do it, how we do it, and all the details there. And so, but pricing is a huge part of marketing any home. Um, I think I, I don't know if I gave this uh, example on the, that pricing episode, but we just did a Odyssey Live event, and one of our one of our members said, you know, Sean, you know, you, your pro- your properties are priced way higher than everybody else's in the market that you're in. I, I was given a specific example of a property, and he said, you know, I looked at I've looked at areas like that, and I've seen a condo complex that has all these properties that are listed they're all the same they're they're you know all of them are priced about the same and then one person has a property that's listed way higher than everybody else's and i always stop on it to look and see why he thinks he should get more money and i don't typically book him but i i and i say okay stop right there you just told me that you scroll through all these properties. You didn't read anything. You didn't see any, any uh, pictures. You didn't read any headlines. You were scrolling based on price and you stopped on the guys who was priced higher. And it, it got your attention to stop. So you can't tell me that pricing is not a huge part of marketing. And sometimes it does you huge advantages and, and and you've got a huge advantage when you're different than everybody else's pricing high or low and if i'm going to choose one or the other i'm going high and so i'm putting more money in my pocket and so but you have to be you have to do it at the right time and you have to make sure that when they do stop on your property that you they understand why, the, why you're priced more than everybody else. And you can do that with photos, headlines, descriptions, setting the scene, the unique experience, all those things. That's gonna stand out in a crowded market. And that's something that very few people will take the time to do. That's what we're talking about here. And so so consider pricing is a huge part of marketing. So now that you've you've done that, You have to make sure that the customer experience is all put together and really how to maximize what we do a lot of times with marketing. Now we're going live and we have to, a lot of times what we'll do in really seasonal markets, if we're in a market that's really seasonal, we'll take the time to actually have two separate listings. During the peak season we're talking to a specific group for specific reasons, but a lot of times in those areas you'll find is in the shoulder season you're going to have a different crowd many times coming in and using your property so we'll actually set up two different listings and we'll switch them out again is this something that everybody does no absolutely not um, is it something that I suggest you do to maximize your asset? Yes, absolutely. And so, um, w- once we start to do that, this is this is kind of part of that marketing section where we re- where we start to refine the process. We start to maximize our asset because now we're filling in shoulder season time, and we're taking the taking the time to put together two different listings. A beach um, beach areas are a great example. Let's say. In the beach season, you've got a lot of families coming in and a lot of, you know, a lot of vacationers, you know, it's that vacation Memorial Day to Labor Day season at the beach and your families are coming in and everybody's off taking their vacation time. In the off season, in a lot of these beach communities, they've got a lot, maybe a lot of golf courses and different different things. You know, um, a lot of nature things around the beaches, and a lot of times you'll have snowbirds coming down, and they're coming for a little bit longer stay. They might not be going and to the beach all the time. But they're coming into golf, they're coming in to enjoy the nicer weather from some of the cold areas that they that, that they call home during the summer. And so it's a whole different crowd. And so we speak differently to that crowd and we will actually flip our property around, same property, but our descriptions, and our headlines, and our marketing changes based on the season. But guess what, everybody else, keeps it all the same. They see a big dip sometimes in these areas and we're able to keep pretty consistent occupancy. And so that's all part of marketing. It's all part of your marketing plan and understanding how to, how to really maximize your asset, doing some of those different things, understanding how to, what you should be doing to build amazing reviews. So that when somebody stops on that property, that you have way more reviews where we've got a, a technique that we use, that we get reviews from about 80% of our people when employed, you know, when we do this technique and at the average, just so you, you're aware, the average, um, um, property is going to get a review from about 10 to 15% of its guests. And so those are all things that we talk about. Branding, what are you doing to brand your property? You know, we start going through that branding um, conversation and to where our brand should be congruent to the theme and the experience and the property and the area. All these different things as you start to go through that branding. And then and i just talked about this recently is we really start to maximize it with paid traffic and start to remove ourselves from all the otas and the airbnbs and you know the all these different big huge marketplaces we start to say okay we're going to start to do direct bookings we're going to start to build our own websites we're going to start to take this this great property this great experience that's doing well and now we're going to start to add paid traffic to it. We're going to start to target specific people with paid media and understand that game of if I think about something, Facebook and Google knows about it. So I'm going to use that to my advantage as a marketer and I'm going to tap into that, that huge resource. And so um, I talked a lot about this a few episodes back again, how how to maximize your asset with paid advertising. If you didn't listen to that, go back and listen to that. And I spoke in detail about When to do that, because a fatal mistake a lot of people make is they just assume that they have a property now, they're going to layer on that. That's the last piece of the puzzle, guys. But marketing starts with all of these other things. Now that we're ready to take our listing live, what are we doing to speak to our audience. What are we doing to get them to, what are we doing to help our listing stand out in a crowded marketplace? Speak to a specific group of people so that they feel like we're talking directly to them. Like we understand them. Like we read their diary, like I said. And so That's what marketing really is. Marketing's job is to get somebody to stop and raise their hand and ask for more information. And we do that in multiple ways. And ultimately, when they do that, we want them to book our property. But it starts with getting them to stop and want more information. And and, and start. To, you're really trying to build a relationship with people in your marketing. And so that's that marketing phase. And again, we're not unpacking all the layers of all of these phases, but I wanted to unpack enough of them in this three-part series where you could start to say, okay, yeah, you're right, Sean, there's a lot that goes into this. And like I said in previous episodes, Guys, we're not guessing about this. This isn't something where we're just rolling the dice and riding the riding the wave of pop, the short-term rental market popularity right now. We've been doing this, so we've taken a lot of time to say, okay, We're going to do this right and build a solid foundation around each one of these properties so that for the long term, we've got the ability to maximize our portfolio. And so, guys, I hope you've enjoyed that. I hope that was helpful. I hope that unpacking the acquisition phase, the management phase, and the marketing phase now gets you thinking and get you saying, okay, yeah, you know what, Sean, I'm with you. I want to pay attention to those details because I can promise you that very few people do, and very few people will take the time to do it, you're here listening to this for a reason. You're here spending your time doing this, probably because you want to maximize the asset, probably because you want to do this correctly. And so my hope is for you that this inspires you to say, okay, yeah, I'm gonna take the, the few extra steps that it takes to operate at the top end of the market because it's really fun, because most people don't realize, it's actually easier to operate at the top end of most markets than it is in the middle. And most markets, I mean, by in most industries, it it, it goes across the board. Uh, it, there's no value if you can't be the you can't make money being the low price leader. If you can't be Walmart, there's no value in being the second low price leader. I want to be. I want to be operating at the top end of the market, right? I want to be—if I can't be the low-price guy and make money, I want to be the high-price guy. And what's fun about this is when you take these steps and pay attention to these details, then there's a lot less competition at the top, and so you get a—you get to play in a different world and a different game, and everything becomes more profitable. Not without a little bit of work on the front end. It does take more time to do what we're talking about doing, but it's front-loaded, right? And so take that time. And I hope that you at least, if anything else, it it gets you, inspires you to ask yourself, is it worth it for you to do that? And I hope the answer is yes, because we found it worth it over and over. We have hundreds and hundreds of our members that find it worth it over and over again. And so I hope this is helpful for you guys. As always, thank you so much for spending your time with me today. Listening to this episode, if you got any value out of this, the only thing we ever ask is share it with somebody that you feel might uh, might get some value as well. And leave us a review. I've said over and over that is uh, more helpful than probably many of you realize. And uh, that's a great thank you for us to spend the time doing this. And if you can do that for us, we'd sure appreciate it. And so... Guys, go make it a great day. Um, Go enjoy the rest of your day wherever you're at. I hope it's awesome. And we'll plan on seeing you guys same time, same place next week. Talk to you guys soon. Cheers. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey, Grace, is there a website? Yes. For more amazing content and expert advice, visit Vodicy.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.